imagine somebody trying to put you in the post when we have KD playing at the guard, you know, where a seven footer, you know, it's, it has has handles like a one two guard, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, and we try to put you in the post. That'd be silly of us. Like, you know, like you were the best three point shooter on the team. We got you buried at the pivot. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Thomas was the OG unicorn. Right, um, right, right, right. But yeah, I mean, it's 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 it's, it's interesting to see that where uh, like with 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 you and you know see where the game's going now. Now you're working with players. You know what I'm saying? Uh, teaching them the things that you did 20 years ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, hey, I mean, tons of guards too. Like, I feel like you only work with guards. It seems like. No, 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 I mean, if you either seven foot two or five, well, yeah, foot two, yeah, yeah, guys like you, yeah, for sure, yeah, no doubt. We, uh, yeah, I've been recording, I mean, so let's no, just roll listen, and you get hey, John's intro now, and we'll just give, do it. We're just gonna give your intro. We'll we'll probably start with us just talking like we were, and I'll just we'll roll the intro yeah. now. Welcome, John Nichols, uh, also known as LeJethro Jenkins of Jenkins <laughs> and Jones. Time, man. That's, that's internet shit, bro. No, no. <laughs> and, we, we person right now, you feel me? And, <laughs> and also the creative director for Yahoo Sports in the NBA, um, a childhood friend. I've known him for 20 plus years. Uh, very, very happy to have John on the, the podcast today. We're going to talk about his his life uh to where he's gotten uh, on, in L.A. with Yahoo and, and just kind of doing whatever he wants with the NBA and, and having that creative uh, passion and des the desire to, to go do that. And then kind of talk a little MJ, The Last Dance, the 10-part the, the doc that we're about to see uh, the finale of uh, this weekend. And, you know, just kind of go, go from where, uh, I don't know, wherever we kind of see it just because that's how John talks. That's how, how we talk with stuff. And, uh, yeah, so, John. Thanks for coming on, man. I know it's early in LA. Just got a boxing it's workout good. in. It's all good. It's all good. Fresh out the workout, got that done. We Gucci, man. <laughs> now it's time to talk basketball. <laughs> so, John, real quick, tell us, tell us like the story. Like, I mean, I know we we met in high school, ninth grade. Bob yeah. Jones, Madison, Alabama. Like yeah. we, we country we, boys, man. Country boys and country boys. Always a country boy. And, and, <laughs> and you're now living in LA. I'm living in Nebraska. But our friendship started because of one thing, a basketball. Yeah. And hoops, hoops, hoops. is it not crazy, John, how 20-plus years later you're sitting here with me on a podcast, you're working for Yahoo, I'm working out NBA players and college players yeah. and players, and I got Nick and we got Brandon. Brandon's doing all this stuff with basketball. Nick's getting into the basketball scene with creative stuff. Like, it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a basketball, man. Like, it's yeah, yeah. so much passion and all these things. Of so many different things, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like you know, like the reason I like one thing I love about basketball is because it kind of prepares you for life. You know what I'm saying? Like, even like in the gym now, I don't, I don't, I got, I got half a knee, bro. I don't hoop no more. You know what I'm saying? But like, I can't if I if I'm not if I'm not drenching with sweat after leaving, it's not a good workout. You know what I mean? Like, even my work ethic when it comes to creating. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll be up till four in the morning because I know like when we were doing like I wasn't always I wasn't like. Thomas, you were you were a great basketball player. I was decent, you know what I mean. <laughs> I put up forty in a couple pro arrows, but I could never play for anybody for real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you made a minute career out of it. It was great, but like, like the 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 
details in like the Jimmy, you know what I'm saying? Like being inside, being, being in the gym one-on-one or with somebody else catching the ball, keeping your elbow in, all that stuff. Like that prepares you for when you, when I'm mm. creating and I'm caring about the details and stuff, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It teaches me, I, I, bring, I, I bring so much basketball or things I learned in basketball into my, my life creatively. Like, and what I really enjoy about my job with Yahoo, like I love the game of basketball, but I really love creating. I'm more of a creator that works within basketball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but like, you know, and, and it just, it just, you know, this connects two of my, my, my favorite things, you know, the sport, you know, the game um, and, and, and creativity. But, but yeah, like um, I, I started off with y'all. I, I, well, I, I started off obviously playing high school with you. So we met. Um, <laughs> it's really funny. Um, I, 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 I was walked on a UAH, made the squad, was ineligible because of my grades. One of the gr- classes that I flunked was art. <laughs> and the reason there i just didn't go we had mbdl players and college players that would come back and on mondays and wednesdays they would play in the gym that's the same day we had i had art you know what i'm saying and so my love for basketball prevented me from playing basketball which is a weird thing but and also with art which i love art and i'm great at art you know what i'm saying which anyway but um like 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 i i i, I went to i went to i left alabama Went to Colorado for a little bit. Went to went to St. Louis, which I was originally born in St. Louis, and uh, got a finance degree. And I realized, you know, I just, I'm, I'm, I, I've, I'm not. I love my, my parents are accountants. You know what I'm saying? Like CPAs. You feel me? But numbers are easy. But I don't, I'm, I don't want to make a, a living doing numbers. I, I, in my, when I was a, as a kid, I was, you know, came up drawing in my room when I wasn't hooping. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, I, uh, I went to, I went to, the, I went to, um, so graduated. I was working a job that I really didn't care for too much. And I started picking up the things that I always loved, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Which was create, creating, creating. And I was doing things on my own on the side. So for seven years, I just did a bunch of creative stuff. And then people started picking them up, hit, hit me up. Like, I know this a company called Cycle hit me up, um, ADD. And then, yeah, and then, you know, I got a job at ADD, moved out to LA um, and work, been working at Yahoo for like the last year and a half. But yeah, like it's, I, you know, playing basketball, like for, for, the, for the majority of my life, until like, you know, I, I tore my patellar tendon um, actually in my last game ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, decided, I decided to hang it up. I was too old. It was crazy, boy. It was such a basic move, bro. <laughs> I was, it, I mean, for real, it was me in the rim. Like I caught the ball, you know, like these, I'm, I'm, I'm playing like a year and a half for real, for real. So this, this weekend before that, you know what I'm saying? I'm playing, I'm hoping I'm like, my dude's like, you know, do you want to play this intramural game or whatever? I'm like, no, I'm I'm, I'm trash now. My knees are bad. He's like, no, bro, we need you. If, it, if your knee hurts after this, don't play anymore. Cool. Because we we just played like with the other with the other. Uh, <laughs> we were playing against some some other like this other team or whatever. And you know, like for whatever reason, the jumper the jumper never goes. Like the handles might go, the hops will go, the footwork goes, but the Jimmy stays. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I went for, I went like 11 for 17 for the three point line. I was just letting that thing fly. You know what I'm saying? This is where you need the cinematic music, Nick. We need the cinematic music here. They yeah. need right, it. Right, 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 right. Came right, to me you. and he said, "We need you. We need you. We need <laughs> you." So, so, so I'm like, I, I'll try it. So I played the weekend before and my knee was hurt during a couple of days like before we're playing. I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm going to go out there, whatever. Stretch all this stuff. First quarter, four minutes into the game. I get the, I, I took my first shot like brick, you know what I mean? Like, ugly. <laughs> like okay, I just got to get used to it. So I'm like, let me get to the rim a little bit, get, you know, get something in the, in the, in the in, you know, get, get a layup and we Gucci. Get, the, get on a fast break. It's me and this one dude in front of me. He's a bum. I give him a little jab step. He's out of the picture. It's me in the rim. You feel me? 
going for the layup. Ball went one way, knee went the other way. I went the other way. <laughs> I sat down. I, I, I landed, and my dude was like, "You good?" And I'm like, "Bro, I'm done forever." <laughs> he, he, was, he was like, "Bro, no." He's like, "He's like, no, it's not good." It's like I'm like, "Dude, I can't get up. I'm old, bro. I'm for real done. I haven't played a game since. Had to get surgery, all that stuff. But wow. focus on creativity, and it's led and it's yeah. led me here. So I'm happy about it. I'm happy about it. It's yeah, yeah. it's it's interesting to see like it's becoming so common, and you can probably speak to this. Yeah. How many really high level athletes are transitioning into the creative space? Like, and, and it's crazy how that work ethic, like you were talking about earlier, that it just translates super directly because you, you already know how to, know, you know how to learn how to do something, right? Like you learned how to be good at, at basketball or soccer, or MMA, whatever your thing is. And then all that is, is taking those same principles and translating that into, into creativity. And there's so much creativity involved in sports anyways. And just the way I, that you play sports that the trans, I, that it's just so like, I think of it, do you know, Ethan White at all? Ethan oh, no, White was no, a no. he's a he's in New York. You should check his stuff out. He was a I, I think he played in the MLS for a couple of years, and now he's a he's a freelance creative director and he's just killing it. So it's just a and there's and I have relationships with tons of dudes like that. It's it's really cool to see. Yeah, I different feel parts like, of the brain, man. Yeah, I, I feel like when when you, when you look at like people hate how uh, James Harden plays. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, they talk so much trash about it. But I mean, his game is actually probably the best game for this time period. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying with how people have to defend you, you know what I'm saying, all that. But, like, look how creative his game is, though. If you get away from the flopping, right, you know what I'm saying, which I, I call gamesmanship. I don't call it flopping. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, Thomas, you know, like, you get into the paint, ah, you yell, you know what I'm saying, get the call. We've been doing that for a minute, bro. Mm -hmm. it ain't too, you know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, but anyway, he's more effective than I ever was. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, but yeah, like, if you look at the, 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 the package he has at the rim, like Kyrie is packaged, that's, 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 that's creativity, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and he does create a lot, you know what I'm saying, outside of basketball as well, but like Harden, look at the, 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 the like the, the step backs, mm. I mean, like the, the, the side step, we, mm. we didn't have any of that, but like, mm -hmm. look how crea creative his, his mind is, and he uses that in order to outthink other players, I mean, before Harden, we didn't have all these variations of step backs, mm. and you know, you know, pick the ball up, the gather step, I never, honestly, I didn't hear about a gather step till I was like in my 30s, bro. You know what I'm saying? And, Twitter and still has no idea what a gather step is. He said, he said no, what? nobody on Twitter knows what a gather step is. So. Right, right, right. right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, they talk about it all the time. But like, you know, the way he uses that. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, we think about a guy like AI, right? Like AI, they were like, "What is this guy doing? Mm -hmm. Like, look at this guy out here doing all this crazy stuff." And they're like, "Ah, oh, this isn't basketball. This is, you know, this dude's nuts." Like AI was was one of those like original like innovators of you know, bringing a different creative element to the game. Mm. Um, well, I mean, I shoot Jordan, you know, did, did all these things where people were, you know, he's, he's changing hands in midair and, and stuff, and he's doing all this, you know, ridiculously athletic things. But, yeah. like, all of a sudden, AI is six foot on a good day, whatever it was that he yeah. was, and he's doing all this crazy stuff, taking dudes, and everybody's like, oh, this isn't basketball. This is, you know, stop, stop. And now, now everybody's trying to do these things, you know. Our favorite athletes are creators. Jordan, when you yeah. watch Jordan play, that's art, bro. Mm. That's art, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you watch Steve Nash play, that's art. Mm. You know, when you watch Magic play, that's art. Like, like Magic, he was he was describing him, uh, the, 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 the uh, Monte Carlo games, right? Uh, the, like, the, the, the 92 uh, Olympic games or whatever, mm. right? The battles. And you see him describe, like, his... He was like, yeah, he like he hit somebody with the yeah. <laughs> oh, that man's an artist. Yeah. He, I mean, he's 
when he when he said yee hee, I I what he did was a yee hee. I saw what he did, yeah. and that's exactly yeah. what it was like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he described in particular way. Like he's an artist, bro. He's these are creatives. You know what I'm saying? And the best. You can't look at an elbow pass from White Chocolate and not think. Right. He was mm. a creative. That's an artist right there, bro. The way he plays the game is is is, is extremely creative. So people that think out of the box, like you know what I'm saying, like MJ in the air, you know, switching. And I don't even know if you hip like hip or hip to this like. I don't know if you saw the like when he would do like that. It's one particular play when he gets fouled, he throws it behind his back, like and, and makes it like throwing up. Yeah. He claps. Why are you doing that? A lot of times when he's doing these dipsy do stuff, he's clapping. Like, yep. I mean, what are you doing, bro? Like he's making it harder than it has to be. But like, he's creative, you know what I'm saying? He's yep. a genius in what he does. You know what I'm saying? So, um, that's I, I, when I when I see a lot of these players, I look at that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But talking about a lot of these players that are um, that are like getting to the creative world afterwards. There's an actual company called Collab that are trying to get players' creative ideas out because they mm -hmm. see a lot of these players, their mind, you know, thinks in the same way creatives do. But yeah, it's, 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 and it's not even, not, not even just basketball, like not even just creativity. Like if you, if I were to decide to focus on finance, the, the type of work I think I put into getting good at basketball is the same I put into mm -hmm. being good at anything in any industry. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So, yeah, John. So most of the time when we have people on the show, it's, it's coaches and players and stuff like that. And, and I'm like learning to understand what they're talking about, but most of the time these guys are the kind of leading those conversations. So this is one conversation that I actually can kind of like understand and empathize with, with you. So it, first club, of all, man. it's a pleasure to have you for that reason and other reasons. But one thing that I specifically wanted to ask you about that, you know, a lot of people don't have context for how hard it is in the creative space to do exactly what you want to do. And you've made a career doing exactly what you want to do. Can you speak on that a little bit? Because it's like, dude, I've been, I, I mean, I graduated in 2011 from college. Oh, yeah. And and since the day I graduated, I was like, I just got to figure out how to do what I want to do. And it's so damn hard. Speak yeah, on that well, a little. Hey, well, John, before you before you get into it, do you want to leave with a story about your mom? Do you remember what she told Ooh, you? I like that. About okay. Because that hits me hard. Even like me that. thinking about it, I told Nick a little bit about it. I'm like, dude, John got emotional on the phone saying how like, Mom's like, no, you're not doing this. Mm. Stop it. And you're like, no, I'm going to chase my dreams. Mm. What story are you talking about? Because there's, there's a bunch of them. Well, well, I remember you telling me about how your mom was like, John, you got to stop. With, you you got to stop with the, the videos and the, the podcast. Like, you need to go get a suit and tie and be that person. And you're like, no, yeah. mom, no. And then your mom's like, apologize to you, like, you know, more recently. Like, right. I'm glad you didn't right. listen to right. me. Yeah, yeah. Like my, my mom actually it's funny, like she's so proud of me because I didn't listen to her. That's so interesting. You know what I mean? Like, but what well, I, I will say this about my mom. My mom was like, when I was making these videos and stuff, I remember one time I made a, a silly video, a, 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 a fake rap group. It was a spoof, but people took it seriously and went viral. You know what I mean? I almost got fired from my job, you know what I mean? Which is crazy. Car did, did it involve carrot cake? <laughs> said, yeah. Yes. Said, what? What? It, it involved carrot cake. Carrot cake it's something else, but yeah. we'll, you know, people that find it out. We'll talk about that. You know what I mean? This is a, a family pie. You're much kids. You're much. But but uh but yeah, so um my mom was like, you know, she was like, John, you know, what if you want to be in in, in you know uh politics or something? I'm a mom, you, 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 have you ever met me? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's not my speed. But um yeah, so she was so she was she was like, you know, trying to get me to focus on like finance and, and do all that because that's what she did to be successful, right? My mom's very successful. She grew up in the hood. Like she and 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 when she growing up, she would run from people like dudes that were trying to steal from her. Like like her little money, like her little lunch money and stuff, like like little geekers, whatever. We that's 
those are crackheads. We call them geekers, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, similar, you know what I'm saying? But and she turned into a track scholarship. She went to CU and she got her, you know, accounting degree, CPA, all that. So my mom's a G, you know what I mean? But that's what she did was following rules. And my sister's like that too. My sister's a doctor. She's always followed rules. You know what I mean? Following rules for me, like it has to make sense to me. And I've never been that good at it. You know what I mean? Like, um, and I, I honestly think even like schooling and, high, and like college, uh, like college is like, like in being good at school is not how smart you are. It's how good at doing things you don't want to do. You know what I mean? I've never been good at that. You know what I mean? So anyway, my mom, she was like, uh, do this, do this, do this or whatever. And, but then she saw I wasn't happy. She saw how unhappy I was. Mm. And one day my mom says, babe, you ain't happy. I see it. You, I don't, I didn't feel like her son. She was like, she was like, don't let fear make decisions for you. Don't, you know what I'm saying? She was like, uh, make, she, she was like, you, you need to get out here and try something different. And she was like, and if I've ever told you to do something you need to do, fuck me. That's mm. her exact words. You know what I'm saying? You can bleep that out if you need to. She was like, you know what I'm saying? She was, she was like, you know, she was like, don't, who cares what I think? You know what I'm mm. saying? You need to do what makes you happy. And that kind of put a battery in my back. I was like, my mama said I could do what I want to do. I, and then, okay, nobody tell me anything. And so then I went out here, like, you know, went hella hard. I'm up four in the morning. You know what I'm saying? All my free time. I'm, I'm grinding, creating things, you know, blog, fake rap group, <laughs> podcast, <laughs> yeah. you know, creating like the design stuff. Um, took a risk, quit my job, went out to, uh, and actually, my sister, she pushed me, too, because I was like, I'm going to keep grinding here. She was like, John, there's more creative stuff in, in Atlanta. You can put more of your effort into that. You hate your job. Quit your job. Come stay with me. I'm like, I'm independent. You know, I don't want to, like, live with my little sister. You know what I mean? She's like, you always took, took up for me when we were younger. You know what I'm saying? She's mm-hmm. now it's my time. She's like, she's a doctor now. She's like, I got this money. I don't have any kids. I'm not married. I might just spend it on somebody I love. And I was like, she basically snatched me out of, uh, mm-hmm. out of uh, St. Louis told me to come live with her. Damn. Year and a half later. Um, like people that hit me up, like I said, Cycle Media, um, uh, where he hit me up to go to New York and ADD, like there was a back and forth trying to get me to go there. So it was, it was less money in, in, it was less money in Cali, but I made up for that now, but I'm saying like, it's less money initially, but following my gut is what really, mm. you know what I'm saying? What, what really, um, uh, got me where I was supposed to go. And what's crazy is Cycle actually like kind of went a little bit of kaput like four months after I was supposed to be out there. So I act, my gut actually led me in the right way. And wow. now I'm actually in basketball. But the thing, the, the key to me was my brand was myself. I made things I liked. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I made yep. things that I found important. You know what I'm saying? And even now, I'm not a basketball historian. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the, I was a finance major. I don't need advanced analytics. I've had enough numbers in my life. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, they're important. They have their place. But I'm more interested in the stories. I'm more interested in the players. I'm more interested in the humans behind it. Like when I write about players and stuff, when I write about, when I'm writing, I'm like when I was talking about, I wrote something about KD. Um, it actually made it to ESPN, which is crazy. My homie uh Bomani, it was on his show. But I was talking about the humanity, like you know, like the human, you know, KD the human. Like how how does he feel being the maybe the most beloved player at one point, and one decision changed everything. And as good as he was in Golden State, he was incredible. Like the 2017 uh, finals, insane. Best player in the world at that time. Yep. You know what I'm saying? During that series, you know what I mean? And nobody appreciated. You know what I'm saying? And now he has this, this injury. I'm wondering if we'll ever see KD again. Mm. He, he could be a stand-up shooter. I mean, he was effective in the game where he got hurt as somebody that was basically catching and shooting one dribble maybe. You know, he wasn't really that explosive. 
I mean, he had what, like 12 points, 14 points in a, in a, in a, in a half a quarter of play or something? Mm-hmm. A quarter and a half a play? Something like that. Uh, but will we ever see that player again? Maybe the best score we've ever seen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and was he appreciated at his peak because of a decision? So there's, the storylines that surround it, like, I'm really interested in, like, Doncic and Trey Young. Like, how they're, you know, they grow together. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, like, how's that story going to be told? How's it happen? How does it, you know... Um, how does it what happens and then how is it told years from now? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Where like, you know, it's just it's just it's just it's, I, I love the storylines, you yeah. know what I'm saying? The the, the 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 humans that are behind like that's what I love about the last dance. Mm. We're seeing Jordan the human. Yeah. When we were allowed to see Jordan the human, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, especially because when he was playing, we didn't have social media, which who knows what the hell Jordan's story would have ended up looking like <laughs> if we did. <laughs> but we're like not, none, none of us have ever really truly been exposed unless you were in his inner, inner circle to not only the stories, but just like, just like things, simple things like facial expressions, right? Like that you watch that show and there'll be certain things happening and you'll see something on his face that you've never seen before. Right. Cause we always got used to this, like locked in, like, you know, this dude is coming for your throat kind of Jordan thing. And then all of a sudden you're getting to see some of this behind the scenes, like natural human emotion, that, that we've never gotten to see. And now all of a sudden people are starting to have these like relatable experiences to those moments because they think themselves, like, I remember when that happened, you know, I remember seeing that and I didn't know that what he was dealing with, like off the court, you know, I've been through X, Y, and Z in my life. And, you know, all of a sudden now, like this, this bigger than life, you know, God to so many people is now a human, Mm. you know, and now we get to hear and see those stories with it. And that's just like, that's probably the most powerful thing about the doc for me is turning a deity into a human is, is just such a, a different, unique thing that we don't get to ever see. Well, and John, that kind of speaks to something that you guys actually touched on on your, on your show about the yeah. duality of Michael Jordan and how, how much they're showing that, that he, he was the same. It's interesting because he was kind of the same dude when he was playing the dumb quarter game in the back with the dude with the crazy hair yeah. As as he was all the time, it, it was fascinating to watch. Fascinating. Yeah, I, I think I think what was really interesting is how much being Michael Jordan bothered being Michael Jordan. Mm. He just wanted to play. He was a hooper. You mm. know what I mean? He just wanted to play basketball. But when you're like, maybe Michael Jackson was the only person more famous than him on the planet. Maybe you know what I'm saying? When when you're that guy, you know what I mean? There's so much more that comes with it. And this is a kid, like, it's hard being a human, right? Like, shit, especially now, we in a pandemic, you feel me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Times are just weird out here, you know what I mean? But, like, to see somebody on that level, like, that we saw, like, we, we saw, all, all we seen are the highlights, you know what I'm saying? We didn't see Jordan a human, you know what I'm saying? We saw the killer, you know what I mean? We saw the, the, the locked-in dude, but he's not always that. He's a human on the other side. And, we, and how hard is it to deal with, you know, as somebody that every time you see him off court, it seems like he has a paper in his hand, mm. right? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, imagine him doing it during now with Twitter and everybody's, you know, a 12 year old is calling you trash. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you know what I mean? So many burner accounts. <laughs> Get a burner. I, I, that's, that's what people talk about, KD. I understand that. I do too. The, the whole world was on top of KD. KD was my second favorite player on the planet, bro. And he was and he was edging closer to, 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 to uh, LeBron. I love LeBron for a, a ton of reasons, but watching KD, that's that's the prettiest. I, lo- I think that's, mm. that that is beautiful, bro. Like you know, you know, Chef's Kiss, beautiful game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. uh, you know what I'm saying? 
But like, yeah, but like seeing Jordan a human, like when he was getting so emotional talking about, you know, you might think I'm a tyrant. Yeah, we Jordan, we always thought you were tired. This thing always <laughs> that, you know what I mean? Yeah. But to see you embrace it is actually almost endearing. You know, like you might think I'm a tyrant, but yeah, you never want anything. I love mm. that. Talk yeah. No shit, Jordan. You know well, what I'm saying? Like, and then he starts crying afterwards. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up. The end of episode seven. That is crazy because that's almost like him breaking character. Everybody bit. remembers the picture. What? Nobody ever, you know, I don't know what they would have played it on even because I don't remember when it when it happened at the time. Everybody remembers the picture. But as soon as you hear it, mm. like, that's a whole mm. different level. Oh, Jesus. man. Like, and then, and then, and then, and then they, they break down the fact that you lost your dad. Not only your dad, you're like, that's okay, like. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a mama's boy, but I'm my dad's son. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like my dad. Nobody will understand me like my pop. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I'm a mama's boy. So like the fact that she said, yeah, like, you know, you know, George, you know, George's relationship with his mom was great. Right. Yeah. But his dad was his best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You feel me? So you don't lose just your dad. You lose your best friend. And then you have people saying that you had a hand in it. Yeah. And, yeah, and that was and, bonkers. And, and you have to, I'm already dealing with the loss of my pop. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Which is yeah. crazy. And the way he died, mm-hmm. you know, you have all the success and that still touches you. Like that shouldn't happen to somebody once they've reached those, those heights yep. where their pop is murdered. You know what I'm saying? And then people in the media questioning you and your decisions. And like, I couldn't imagine dealing with that. And we, we read about that, but then we see Jordan, like we see the pain. You know what I'm saying? And we hear him crying after that win. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We see the struggle of him even playing the game again. Where old boy was like, you all right? And he was like, yeah, yeah, I just need a minute. Like MJ? The dude that put up the double nickel? Mm. MJ? 60? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that dude needs a minute? Like, we seeing that? MJ crying? What? He's You know what I'm saying? Like, we're seeing a human. I think that's so beautiful about this documentary. And talking about creativity, like, I, we we all know, know the numbers. We all know the numbers, right? But how they've told this story to me is what I really trip off of. Mm-hmm. The, the, the decisions when they, when they play the music, what music they play when they play it is oh, brilliant, beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Brilliant. Like the how yeah. they're going back in time and telling. I feel like they're telling my childhood. Mm. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like they're, they're it's crazy. It's, it's been it, it's, beautiful. it's been interesting watching this, like you said, where where you know the whole like he needs a minute, right? I almost mm. felt. There, there was a point I was watching this where I felt like embarrassed for ever thinking that like, man, this guy's kind of an asshole. Mm, me you too, know? man. Like, like going back and thinking like, I remember, I remember, you know, not only watching him play, but <clears throat> then, you know, when he was retired and, you know, I'm just like, man, this guy's kind of an asshole. And, and you watch this thing and then you see like, you get this tiny little glimpse into what it's like being him. And it's like, I mean, how many other people could have even dealt with this? Yeah. Like the reason we don't ever see, you know, other Michael Jordans very often, you know, if you want to consider like a LeBron and Michael Jordan, because how many people could actually make it through that? You know, like, like Kobe, like you can't, you can't, most people wouldn't function. Yeah. You know, they might win that first title or something and everything goes crazy. It's like, whatever happened to that dude? Like he just kind of, you know, went off like it. It, I felt I all of a sudden like this, this doc has had this interesting way of like making you think about yourself. Uh, in in how you viewed it or perceived it, if you were old enough to you know have some sort of relationship with that that era, and uh, and, and I felt embarrassed because mm. I was like, damn, how am I how am I thinking like this guy's an asshole when like I wouldn't be able to function for five minutes in his life? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, he is an asshole. For so sure, is Kobe and probably yeah. Ron. 
You know what I mean? But is that wrong? Right, right. Yeah, that's you know, probably the better that's point. The thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, they were assholes, but that's what they had to be to who they are. Like, you can't. I remember Kobe talking about like, and this and I, this is one thing I always struggle with. That's why I love watching people play the game. And I think about the, the confidence it, 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 it takes to be these players. These, this, this sure, like being sure in yourself in these moments. You know what I'm saying? Even like Pippen, mad he doesn't get the ball at the end because he like he's built a a, a, a he's had the confidence he has in himself. Is like unshakable, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And like, like it's it's too high a level of confidence. I mean, I remember Kobe saying something like he he said like, you can be in the gym all day working on these moves. There was one particular move he did where I remember like uh, Pistol Pete used to his video we back when we had VHS, like the, the 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 ball handling drills and stuff. And there was a move he did to break double teams where he would go throw the ball under his legs, you know what I'm saying? Spin, throw the ball under his legs, and and, and it, was, it was like a 360. It was Reverse spin, throw the ball through his legs or whatever. And Kobe did that at Lower Marion, one of his highlights. I remember him saying, like, yeah, I, pra- I practiced that move endless times, but no matter how much I practice, you have to confidence to do that. Mm-hmm. What would Coach Bell, even if you got that move, move off, what would Coach Bell have done in high school? If you <laughs> run through a double team, threw it through your legs and made it through, even if you get a little dipsy finish, get out of here on end of the <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Get out of here, bro. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, it's like, dog, you know, um, he just had a certain level of confidence. But to have that confidence, you've got to be got to be kind of like, I'd say, pointy on the edges a little bit. Mm. You know what I mean? So I don't think I don't think these people were bad people. Mm-hmm. I just think they, you know, like at all. I don't think Jordan was. Kobe definitely wasn't. Ron isn't. You know, but it, they just had that 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 edge that you need in order to be a great at almost anything. Yeah. yeah. And I to, to relate you know, it back to you and your career. I mean, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I feel like you probably have a little bit of that also. And that has also pushed you to, to where you're at. A little bit of that edge, a little bit of that, like, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And I don't give a shit. And, and I'm going to make the stuff that I like. And I'll find, I'll find my audience. I'll make it work. Do you, would you, I, again, I don't want to put words in your I, mouth, I, but because I know that I have that. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say this. I do care. Kid Cuddy said this. And it's a, he's, he was like, he was, he, somebody asked him, he's like, how do you feel about people that hate on you or whatever? He was like, you know, man, like, you know, he's like, I don't care. He's like, well, I do care, but F it. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? And that's, I, I care. Yeah. I don't like when somebody says something, whatever, but it's like, you know what I'm saying? I don't like when people talk trash or, you know, yeah. talking bad about me. Like when Indiana was, the whole state of Indiana was coming at me over just me not wanting the all-star <laughs> game being, to be in Indianapolis. Like I've been in Indianapolis two times. The best part of going to Indianapolis Do you know that story? <laughs> John, tell that story. <laughs> my opinion, bro. John, you have to tell that story. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. iTunes ratings and reviews are also extremely helpful. Your support is what helps us move the needle and keep this thing going. We love and appreciate all of you. Now, back to the show. I don't, okay. do, do you guys go know ahead. it? Go, go ahead. Brandon, talk, do you know the story? No, I don't. Okay. <clears throat> I was, I, I, I got this show dunk bait or whatever, right? And part of it, I was just saying, like, I just came back from Chicago. I had a ball in Chicago. You know what I mean? It was cold as hell, but it's Chicago. There's a bunch to do. The people are cool all day. You feel me? So um, I, I, I realized the next All-Star game was in Indianapolis and I think Salt Lake City. And I'm like, why are they doing this? You know what I'm saying? Like, three cold cities back to back. And then, like, those cities are, like, like iron kids bread, like they're basic. You feel me? <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? So, like, objectively <laughs> boring. Objectively you know, boring. Yeah, places. yeah, objectively boring. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, 
I've actually been to Indianapolis twice though. And I'm like, I didn't, why we, would you do that? It's bad. So I said, what I said, I started talking about how I wasn't feeling it. Dog, Fox News, CBS, the whole state. <laughs> I had people hit me up that would that mess with me from like the pod and all that, whatever. It's uh-huh. like, bro, I've never seen anything like this. They was asking people in the street, like, did y'all hear about this LeJethro Jenkins guy that said this? I'm like, why do you care so much? You know I, mean? <laughs> I just said, oh, the best part of any of that is what's your pork sandwich? That's all I mean. <laughs> Y'all can have, I mean, whatever. Like, it's, I, I'm, I, I'm not Adam Silver. Don't call I mean, it Nap Town. Like, what is yeah, yeah, yeah. It's for a reason. It's, you know, I, I was sleeping five minutes into that thing. I, re- I, I vividly remember the feeling I had when I pulled into Indianapolis. I was like, I mean, Iron, Iron Kids, Iron like, kids bread. Yeah, yeah, transporting back in time. I'm like, this is what? Like, anyway. And I'm from St. Louis, so I, I, I'm from a town where people don't want an all-star game either. You feel me? <laughs> and I love my city, but you don't have to, and that's all good. You feel me? Like, that's my favorite city on the planet. But anyway, so they were on my head. But the thing was, I, at first I was like, what? And then I, then I just started, like, talking trash, like clowning folks. You feel me? So, you know, back in the lunch room, that's what we did. But especially in the locker room, too, we clowning, brother. I, that's oh, how, yeah, all day, you know, especially you. <laughs> butter, butter all day, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know, say you 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 adopted the darkness. I was born in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you feel me? You know what I'm saying? So, flaming them and stuff like that for like a, like two and a half days. But anyway, it, 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 but I mean, it, it affected me to, to a point. I was like, why y'all so mad at me over my opinion? But then I just said, f it. And also, I realized people take this game so seriously, bro. Yeah, they take bats. Like some some people, this is this is they come home from a hard day's work, and like they like like for me, creating is where I like kind of go off into my own world, you mm-hmm. feel me? When they watching that game or watching the, the Pacers or whatever, you know, or whatever, like that's when they, they they can, that's like, I got my beer, everybody leave me alone. I'm in my own world for a second. Mm-hmm. I get that, but still, your city trash. <laughs> <laughs> and it ain't my fault, you feel me? Like, and that I feel this way, I just feel this way. And it don't mean nothing. I don't still don't care what I think. Y'all gonna be good, you know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, like, I, this, to a degree, it's like, I do care, but I, I don't let it, I don't take it personal. Mm-hmm. Like, it bothers me, but it doesn't get inside of me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, my mom told me I should do what I wanna do. You feel me? My own mm-hmm. mom, she's nine months. That's that's like, I've never seen somebody give somebody to more to a human than she's given me, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, so like, yeah, what, 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 I just, it, just to a degree, you have to just have like a, and also, okay, how 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 long have you been creating? How long have you been creating? Um, I I would say when I was like sixteen, I started making videos. So okay, we'll yeah. call it uh, fifteen years. And so how long you been so how long you been crafting your taste? Fifteen years, right? Yeah, probably about fifteen years. Trust your taste, right? Yeah. Boom. That's yeah. all. I, I just trust my taste. You yeah. know what I mean? And like yeah. and like the, you know and, and my interest. You know, I've been crafting mm-hmm. these things even maybe before I even started like drawing and stuff like. Mm. The things that I like, I was into like the movies I watched at like mm. six. You know what I'm saying? The things I decided to do and play and it was interesting. And I've been crafting it for so long. Mm. And I think the, the greatest, my greatest asset is my taste. Like mm. if I make something, I know if it's trash. And I have friends that have good taste too to be like, John, you know, that 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 the the, the, the type the typography on there is a little skinny, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like beef that up bro you mm-hmm. try to weep you know what i'm saying so <laughs> these people call me out you know what i'm saying so that, i think that's part of it too like I, yeah. and also i trust my friends i trust my friends like yeah. outside of just my work ethic like my my, my working my working uh my friends or whatever or the people i work with 
the people that I have around me are, are they, they, they are, I'm trying to get like them. My homie, Adrian, he was in the Smithsonian. Wow. You feel me? Like he has, he has photos in the Smithsonian. So like, um, yeah, like I have friends around me that are really good at what they do too. And I can show, show them stuff and they, and they, and they're not like, Oh, John. No, they're like, bro, this is, or they'll straight up tell me that's trash, dog. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's trash, bro. And that's important too. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So that gives me confidence when I'm putting things out into the world. You know what I mean? John, would um, you, would you say, and, and again, I don't know. I'm just throwing this out there. It got yeah. me emotional watching it. When you got to train and have dinner and hang out with Manny Pacquiao, was that was that the, was that the, the the moment in your life where you're like, man, like I've arrived slash like, oh my gosh, like I'm actually here because like watching that, I remember sending it to my parents and and Kevin and and all, and all of our boys, like everyone's like, dude, I'm tearing up, man. Like to see you get emotional like that, like how 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 cool was like Manny Pacquiao? You're training with him and with his people and eating and breaking bread and talking. Mm. I I didn't I, I, I don't think I've arrived. I think I got so much work to do. You mm. feel me? Yeah, yeah. But it definitely was a moment, like a full circle moment. Because what's I love boxing. That's one another one of my like I I, try, I actually like my workouts. I do boxing workouts too to kind of like switch stuff up. But Pacquiao, I was I was when it came to the Mayweather, I was a Pacquiao fan. Like Pacquiao, like I love Pacquiao. You feel me? And I would at the job I was working that I did not like. I would sometimes just watch Pacquiao highlights, like him watch hitting the bag. <laughs> <laughs> and hitting throwing combinations, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, I, like I, I thought about the me that was watching Pacquiao, and now I'm training with him. I'm like, I'm gonna run this morning run with him. I'm at his house eating food, and what's uh, what's 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 crazy is like, at at the I became that that guy that like from from that that was at the job. Like, I was that person looking at myself almost you know, from like a third person. And I, I, it just made me emotional. Like the dude was like, the dude, like <laughs> Robbie, Robbie just hit me up on some stuff. Like, you know, my, my, my producer was hitting me up like, yo, so talk about this experience. And it, it hit me in that moment on camera, bro. Hmm. Where I was like, dog, like I had a moment where like, I'm, I'm actually in LA, like doing what I want to do. Like about to eat dinner with Pacquiao just worked out, you know, like how? Yeah. And, and, and did it doing being myself. And it's, yeah. I, I feel blessed that I got so much work to do. And there'll be, there'll be downs, there'll be ups, there'll be all of that, you feel me? Mm-hmm. But I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like following my gut um, and that these things that were placed in me, like I believe in a God, you feel me? Like whatever you believe in, you believe in, you feel me? But like, I feel like the things that were placed in me have like, are are, are leading me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and I think that's, that's that. Fire to me, bro. But yeah, like, bro, we country boys, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, so I was in Madison nine years. You feel me? Like, my mom actually, she she snatched me out of Alabama. I didn't want to leave, bro. Like, she went to work at University of Colorado as like the head of accounting, and she moved up there and all that stuff. You feel me? But she has snatched me out of Alabama. Like, you ain't doing nothing here, bro. You ain't you out handling your business. You need to get out of here. Your mm. your mindset is is being warped. You know you know what I mean? Because when I first was there, I was like, I'm getting out of here. I'm not gonna stay. Like. I'm not going to be a person that's just like, you know, just, I'm not going to be, and it's people are making, having, have great lives there that have, you know what I'm saying? It's like one of the top 10 places to raise kids. So I get why you want to stay. <laughs> but for me and my dreams, it didn't make sense. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? 
And so uh, she was like, you got to get out of here or whatever. She snatched me out of there. And I always tell my mom, I'm like, mom, if you hadn't snatched me out of Alabama, I'd probably be working at Dollar General right now, like wow. as, a, as, a head, <laughs> as a head manager, you know what I mean? Like, wow. and be happy, like, like sure. you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever, but you know, like when she pulled me out and I had to like kind of recalibrate, it's been so many things that have happened, you know, like the ups and downs to get, you know, so there's mm-hmm. just, that is, that's I what that's, I think that's an important point there because all four of us are doing something that we love, right? Yeah, Which mm-hmm. is not necessarily within the normal rules of, you know, when, when you're a kid and people are telling you like, all right, you need to go do this and you do this and then you get this job mm-hmm. and then you whatever. Cause like, you know, Thomas is doing his training. Nick's doing his creative stuff. I quit my job. My, my corporate job of 15 years, seven months ago, right? Like the unhappiest I had ever been in my life. Like I'm hitting that point where I'm going, I don't know what's next, right? Like I got kids, I got a wife, like I got a mortgage, I got a whatever, but like, God damn, I'm unhappy. Mm-hmm. And, and there was circumstances in the last four years when we kind of started this whole thing that that for sure, it, you know, call it luck, call it divine intervention, destiny, whatever you want to call it. That, but like when that moment comes along, because something will always come along for somebody, but you have to be ready to like take advantage of that moment and say, mm-hmm. okay, this is the moment I'm ready to go, you know, be prepared, whatever it is. And I think that's an important point there that while you said, you know, this is what I want to do, this is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to make this work. You were ready to do that when the circumstance came along where like mom snatches you out of Alabama and says, hey, you know, you're not you're not hanging out here. And you said, you know what? You're right. Okay, now these things that are going on in my head, like I'm going to go do these now mm-hmm. instead of just, you know, it's it's not all luck. Like you got to be ready to yeah. go and well, just fire when you say you I'm, I'm here. And Brandon, I, I think it's so important that people understand that like those moments don't only happen when you're a kid. Like for you, that happened when you were a full grown man and you realize like this sucks. I don't want to do this anymore. You know what I mean? Like that's so important because people just give up, man. And it's, it bums me out. Me and Thomas talk about that a lot is like how, like, like following dreams, you know what I mean? And and, and the work ethic it takes and it it is difficult. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? But like, I created for seven years and made maybe a thousand dollars altogether <laughs> from the seven year. You know what I mean? Yeah. On the side, you know. So like, it's like that. Like you know, the, the the big moments in the game. You know what I'm saying? Like where you like make or miss that shot. You feel me? Do you know how many times that person has shot that shot before mm. they actually shoot that? You know what I'm saying? That, that the push off pullback with Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Was at 99. How many times do you think Jordan has shot that shot, bro? endless amount of times to be ready for that one moment you feel me so like like this thing like seven years i mean also like you know like it's all the drawing i did as a kid you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying it's all the things i was interested in as a kid but like for when the moment came i did all the reps yeah. so like when it when i got the job it wasn't really like it was just basically they told me john do you you proven you know what i'm saying like we, we see what you can do yeah you know what i'm saying so it's like yeah it was just that being and also when like people say the weirdest things, like they'll be like, when you get a job you love, you'll never have a day in your life. That's a damn <laughs> lie. <laughs> you work harder than you've ever worked before. Shit, yeah, that's you, true. Anyone may have trouble balancing out working in and and your other things because you're working so hard. Right, hundred percent. You know so the, the the you know so there'll be struggles and you'll be tired, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be t- I, I, like the thing is of me creating, like I don't get to watch as much basketball as I used to because I'm I'm working on like. I'm, I'm like trying to work on production and, you know, ideating and I'm, you know what I'm saying? So like, I mean, it, it takes you away from certain things you love, you know, sometimes, you know what I mean? It, there's ups and good and bad on it, but, but it's like, 
when like like when I did the Chicago documentary and that joint, bro, like it was hard to get done, bro. Like it was like a little, it was like four minutes maybe, you know what I mean? But it was the process of getting it done, the interviewing, you know what I'm saying? The setting the stuff up before, mm -hmm. the, the editing process, tiring. But it was by far the most appreciative I've been or the most, you know, grateful I've been for a product that I, to be a part of a particular product. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So the things that are maybe the most trying sometimes are also my, I, I, I'm, I'm more, most thankful for, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So, um, yeah, think taking, yeah, yeah, so taking a moment, like, like you said there to, to be appreciative of that hard work, like, you know, there's probably a moment that each one of us has had in, in our chosen career field now, like, like chosen career field, not like, like, right. Hey, this is the job that I got. Like I chose to go do this. We all have this moment where you got to just like stop and take a breath and, and be appreciative of where you're at. Like, I remember, I remember waking up that first day in Dar es Salaam in Tanzania and I went up on the roof of the hotel and, and had a cup of coffee and the sun's coming up and I'm in, you know, I'm the furthest on the planet that I can almost possibly get from my home mm -hmm. and I'm hot. Like mm -hmm. the air conditioning wasn't working. I'm exhausted. I, my body doesn't know what freaking time it is. You know, I know the sun's coming up, but I don't, you know, I don't know which way is up. Yeah, yeah. And, and all of a sudden everything's dead ass quiet in this city of 18 million people. Mm -hmm. Like there's not a sound. You know, there's no cars. There's some dudes like kind of walking up the street with some carts, getting ready to set some shit up. And, and I'm drinking this cup of coffee and I think like, God damn, this is the best cup of coffee I've ever had. Like this is wow. like, the, it, take this deep breath of this hot air at, you know, five 30 in the morning. <laughs> and, and I'm like, I've never been happier. Bro. Like in Africa, in, in, in Kenya, I had a moment where I woke up in the middle of the night, I couldn't sleep. You know, I was kind of unsettling, you know, like um, I was in a, like you said, the farthest, I, I felt at home because people were so cool and loving, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, but at the same time, like my people are like, I can't just drive and go holler at them. Like, you know what I mean? They're across mm -hmm. the ocean. Like mm -hmm. everybody I know and love, you know what I mean? And I I, I, I started just like, the, I can't, the, the, it, it had just rained too. It had rained in months. And so it had rained like the day before. So like they, they were like, y'all y'all come anytime y'all want. Y'all brought the rain. <laughs> but I was, so I'm sitting there and I could hear like the, like it had just rained, it was storming. And I was kind of nervous and uncomfortable. Then I started hearing like, like the animals, like, cause we were, we were in the bush, you know what I'm saying? So you're hearing like all the animals, you're like roaring the lions, all this stuff, you're hearing the elephants, all this stuff. Like the whole bush woke up, you feel me? And I had a moment where I just started crying, bro. Like, <gasps> <laughs> like overwhelmed with emotion where I was like, I felt more connected to just, cause like I, I couldn't, you can't rely when you taken away from the things that are normal to you, that you rely on daily. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't have like my phone had no service, all that stuff. I have to be in the moment. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's all I have is this moment. Right. And I was just like, I, I, you, you, we lose that, bro. We got these phones in front of us, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Computer all the time. Like even yeah. with creating, bro, like I, I like, I like to draw in pen and, and pad because it feels so real and mistakes. I can't, I have to find creative ways. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Because we have the, we were just always like tapped into some video games. I've been on Call of Duty crazy since the, what's name started. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like when I had to be in a moment, it's crazy, bro. It's like, and also yeah. I, this time for me, I've been teaching myself, you know, like, it's, it can be scary if you're like, what if, like, what, what if this happens? You know what I'm saying? Like, what if this, but, but you have to like be in a moment, you have mm -hmm. to be like, 
right now, I'm Gucci. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Right now, everything's cool. And it's taught me like, that's how I should have always been thinking. Mm-hmm. We're always so worried about the next moment and what's up next. And it's like, bro, appreciate now and take advantage of now. And yeah. that's what got me here, bro. Doing what I wanted to do at that moment. You know what I'm saying? And we kind of lose at times, but like, I feel like honestly, as, as devastating as all this is, it's a recalibration. You know what I'm saying? Like of, of, of how I, it can be if you approach it that way. But yeah. for me, it's a recalibration of how I think it's like, yo, getting back to like foundational things. Like I can't go out and, and to the bar and get a drink with my homies. Like I wanted to, you know what I'm saying? But I can go, I, I've been going, I've been find, like finding all these duck off places in, 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 in Cali and, and like going and like, I can go camping, I go hiking, all these things mm-hmm. that I did as a kid that truly fed me. You know what I mean? Like you it know, let you refocus like where your head's at. I mean, Tom, when when this all went down, Thomas and I had been talking about doing a podcast, right? Yeah. And we didn't know when we were going to do that. Like I said, phones blowing up. He's doing his stuff. I'm on the road constantly. I got all these things, and all of a sudden, it was like, I mean, it was basically like the second that this thing went like tits up. Like I was supposed to go to France, and and I was supposed to go, you know, be traveling this summer back to Africa and do all this stuff, and. The second that everything went bonkers, Thomas was like, yo, let's get with Nick and like, let's do this podcast. Yeah, it was within, I think, two days of like the whole Rudy Gobert nonsense. It it was just like, (laughs) and it was on, dude. I think we had a podcast the next week. Yeah, it was was like, okay, let's do this. Like, let's, let's like, we've been talking about this. Let's take a minute. Let's step back. Let's focus on something that like we can do to grow that we want to, that we enjoy right? Like we don't make any money doing this. Like we enjoy doing this. This yeah. is, this is something that has allowed us even in our own individual way to establish more connections, to mm-hmm. grow our ideas of what, you know, we want to do with a business. Like some of these dudes that we've been talking to, we're already talking about like, Hey, next year when things go back to normal, like, you know, one, let's go to Mexico. Yeah. Like we'll run, we'll run some camps down there. We'll help some kids out. We'll, we'll, we'll do some dope shit. And, and like, this will be awesome. And it's, and it's funny because you know, you can you can choose in this moment, in th- this this weird, bonkers ass time in history, right in human history, mm-hmm. to uh, be all pissed off at the world and just say, you know, whatever. Or like you can you can kind of step back and take these moments to refocus and and get creative and yeah. get um, you know maybe maybe on back on track or something. If you've gotten off track, I know I got off track. Like okay. even even doing this uh, full time now. Like, like you said, like, like finding time with your family and, and, um, you know, balancing all of those things. Like you said, you know, I'm working harder now than I've ever worked in my entire life. And like, this has allowed me to kind of, I guess, focus a little bit and see, um, what does my life look like on how do I get better about balancing those things? Because now all this stuff we're doing, you know, yeah, like it's, it's growing and like, we're going to be going places. We're going to be doing all this shit, but I got to make sure I keep my life straight. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And you can be mad. Like it's cool to be like this. Shit, this is trash. <laughs> this situation. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's cool. I wanted to go to France. Damn it. <laughs> right. I, I, I had like in in the week that it popped off. Like I I had some going on in New York. I was supposed to go to Chicago, and then I was supposed to go to the Bay too. Like it was a bunch of stuff. Like you know, in a week and a half, and I had to cancel all that stuff. You feel me? Like, and that's not France is fire, bro. I, bro, they canceled my France. They canceled my France trip, and instead I went to Sterling, Colorado. Yeah, that hurt. That hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, you feel me? But like, but like, you know, you know, also, you know, try to, I, I try to balance it out with like things like that. Like I hadn't, what's crazy, I hadn't drawn before this and like, cause I was like 
you know, creating a show, doing all this stuff, or whatever, like, right, you know, like for work, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, now I had, like, I hadn't, I, hadn't, I hadn't put pen to paper in like maybe months. Wow. That's shameful, bro. Like, I would come home and just like draw every, like, paint all that, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I need to, to yeah. in order to be as creative as I can be. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy about creativity is the more you create, it's like basketball. The more you play, the better you get. The more you create, the more creative you get. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's crazy how all this stuff goes like the basketball. It's crazy how, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, all yeah. the things I learned, like, as a kid, you know what I mean? But, um, but yeah, yeah. But um, it's, 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 it's wild. It's wild. It's wild. I, I think it's super important. Also, we have so many kids that listen to this, right? Like, 18, 17-year-old kids that are trying to, that probably right now are disillusioned with the idea that thinking they're going to play basketball for the rest of their lives, which I'm sorry, most of you are not (laughs) exactly keep keep pushing but but the point i I guess that i'm getting at is like it's important to hear that all of those lessons that you learn and that i learned that all of us learned from playing sports and even specifically basketball like we've found ways to implement that in our lives now and and especially in the creative field which I, i think again a lot of people don't see that connection as as easily as at least that you and i do john but it it's definitely there and I would love f- to open kids' minds to that idea because there's so many different ways to stay involved with a game too. And That's, it's being creative and in whatever you're doing though yeah, too. Exactly. Right? Like, exactly. Like I can't draw. I, I can't even begin to draw. Right. Like I'm the world's worst drawer. You know, I do some other like art stuff, but like I just can't. Like I don't have that part of my brain doesn't work like that. Right. You know. Uh, but whatever you're in, like let's say you're an accountant. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you maybe you want to be an accountant. Maybe you love accounting. Like be creative in that, mm-hmm. like use those lessons from your sport that, that, that you've learned about like, you know, toughness and creativity mm-hmm. and all those kind of things, just apply it to like whatever it is that you're doing. But on top of that, like, man, I don't, I don't know about y'all. And I, I know you, I know all of you feel exactly the same way. Do whatever makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's probably, that's probably the biggest thing out of all of it is do what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. John, if, like, like, if, John, if, like, you could, if you could speak on this, man, like every guest that we've had on now, and it's we haven't like done the research, like to like, hey, make sure this guy lines up with this guy. It's just happened, man. Like yeah. from you to NBA players to big time coaches we've had on, everybody has a journey, and everybody mm-hmm. has struggled, and mm-hmm. like, and that's what I think. And, and and maybe our generation, John, we just we don't remember that as well. I. I don't remember that as well. I don't remember like like so many of our friends being like, "Yo, man, like, duh, 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 duh. like I I want to do this, but I don't know what to do. Screw it, I'm just gonna hang out." Like, right. but it seems yeah, like yeah. this this generation, John, like so many kids are just like, "Dude, I want to be John Nichols. I want to mm. be Thomas Villianco. I want to I want to go play pro ball." I, it's like, what are you going to do to get 15 years from now? And mm-hmm. there's like so many people that are just like. Uh, you know, just going to do it. It's like all these stories, you got to listen to like what happened from year one to two and then to three, like, and then they're going to listen. I'd be like, Oh man, that sucks. Just like you said, you made like next to $0 for how many years doing your stuff. And it was like, and then most kids nowadays I'm done. Like I want the quick fix. Mm. I want this done right now. And it's so important, man, that all of our guests, it's the same story. It's one. the same yeah. story of just like, it took me 10 years to get here. Wait, what? And then mm-hmm. you get back to Michael Jordan, like yeah, yeah. the dude, all he sacrificed everything from growing up to whatever, like till like 
it was all sacrifices mm-hmm. and it was such hard stuff and people just you know don't respect I don't want to yeah. it's so cliche but you don't respect the grind and you don't respect the hustle and it's just becoming lost I think a lot of people we grew up with were the same way bro I feel like like I, I feel people that there were there's a lot of people that we grew up with that aren't doing shit dog mm-hmm. you know what I mean <laughs> I mean if we being a keep it in the book yeah you feel me and the people that were willing to sign up for the for the for the hustle, you know what I'm saying? They they got it done. But like, also I think this day, like, bro, there's kids that they've been rapping for like six months and then they blow up. You feel me? Yeah. And and and, All and, the time. and that's, that's they're anomaly. That's an anomaly. You know what I mean? But yeah. the th- this is the thing. Okay, like, look at the Kendrick, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can like they're, they're, and it happened back in the day too, where people would make a song, one hit wonders. That's been a, a, a you know what I'm saying, whatever. But Look at look at a Kendrick. I saw Kendrick when he was at this place called Peckerheads in in uh, in South by Southwest. Mm. It was a two sided bar, right? And like he was performing with Schoolboy Q and uh, I think some other some somebody else. Um, like this was like two thousand and I don't know eleven or something, right? The next year. He's on the uh, in the Fader Fort, which is a huge venue. Like that's the premier venue in South by Southwest. And the next year after, he's in arenas. What's up, Scott? Oh, Kendrick, what you can do in two years? Mm. But what about Kendrick? The eight years we didn't see that man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where he was like tapped in, grinding, right? Right. And that's the thing. That's that's, that's the thing. You can blow up overnight. That's cool. But that's not going to probably give you what you need in order to stay yeah. where you're at. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the thing about Kendrick, every album you heard Kendrick uh, in, it's different. You know what I'm saying? Like, even uh, uh, J. Cole, the, these shorties love J. I think J. Cole's boring, but whatever. You feel me? Like, these, these they, 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 J. Cole is like their Nas. You feel me? They love uh-huh. J. Cole. You feel me? He's the best rapper. I wonder, like, Barty B said this. He said, I wonder if people like J. Cole because what it says about them more than they actually like his music. You know what I mean? Uh. But anyway, let me stop. <laughs> J. Cole, cool. He's a, he, he's a rapper. But anyway, Nichols can be I remember that. <laughs> we're, 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 about, we're about to get blown up on some TV station, Jay. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I mean, they, they thirsty out here. They need, they need media, whatever. But, uh, but uh, uh, I, I remember, I remember mixtape J. Cole, bro. Like I, mm. I, I was, you know, like I remember J. Cole before he was going platinum or whatever, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember all the like it's it's crazy like to to and, and before I even knew Kendrick was like a, a person, he had like three make mixtapes that I never heard of. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or two or something like that. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. so it's like all the grind that's done when the lights is off, G. You know what I'm saying? And so when the lights are on, you prepare, you put eight, six, seven, whatever years into this. You feel me? So when it's time for you to do what you you've been doing this, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like it's almost second nature, like with basketball. Mm. If you thinking while you shooting, you fucked up. Yep. It's muscle memory. You should shot so many times. You take you should take it so many shots through the summer that when you playing in the game when them lights on, you don't even think. You catch that let that thing fly, bro. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 it's, it's, it's you're a robot at that point. Like when Ray Allen took that shot with uh the, with, with point some seconds left, game six. You feel me? Against the Spurs, you think Ray Allen was really thinking about his form and all the things he's doing? You really thought he thought about the moment? The only thing he thought was, I need to get behind this three-point line. <laughs> I've been doing for 20 years. Yeah. Let it fly. You yeah. feel me? 
And that's the same thing with like Kendrick and them. Like Kendrick has tailored and all these people that are great within the industry, that what, what, what they're doing, they have worked hard and tailored, you know, them, you know, like the, 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 themselves to wait so they're prepared. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so like you can you could do this, you could you might get lucky and blow up overnight, but what's gonna prepare you for the hawk, the, the the long haul, the, the grind of the job, you know what I'm saying? Mm. The 4 a.m. mornings and stuff, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, if you don't have a work ethic, you're not gonna stay there long. You know, you're gonna eat really well for like three, four years. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then we ain't gonna know who you are after that. Yeah. You feel me? So not only does it help you to get to that point, but it helps you once you get to that point that there's still work to be done. You feel yeah. me? So yeah. Well, and that's like, let's go back to the Jordan thing. Like Jordan wins that first title. I've been pretty easy to just say, like, well, here I am, right? That dude, like, every every title that he won, he worked harder mm, than he had the year before. You know, that's that's like that's a different thing. And you talked about like, you know, the 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 corny cliche of of you know, you'll never work a day in your life. Like, think about like every every time you uh, grow, right? Like every new thing that you have, new project, new whatever. How much harder are you working mm -hmm. every time to keep that oh. going, oh. right? As opposed to saying like, "Well, here I am, you know, I've I've made it now, and this is what I'm gonna do." And it, you know, I I think that's I think that's something that makes people great in what they do is that what they're doing right there is never the end. Mm. You know that this is this is it, and this is just exactly what I'm gonna do for the rest of my life, and we're just gonna call it good. Like, you know, finding that way to take that next step, and that's what that's what that's what Jordan did. You know, it was. It was, what am I going to do to be better tomorrow? And it's like, bro, you literally just won a, a, an NBA championship. You're like, ah, not good enough. Well, John, you, like, I, I hey, hey, oh, go ahead, go ahead. New challenges, too. Ooh, yeah. Jordan, yeah. he had a year before he even won the championship where he was the defensive player of the year, MVP, and won a scoring title. Yeah. Before he even won a championship, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He didn't start lifting till 30, which is crazy. I mean, that's that's whatever. You know what I mean? That's some weird. <laughs> you couldn't make it, you could make a you could make a high school team without lifting now. You feel me? But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't start lifting till 30. You know what I'm saying? But like he realized he was getting beat up. He needed to get stronger. So it's like the he consistently challenged himself. And I bring it back to Kendrick. Kendrick, if you look at Kendrick's albums, he's changed every album. Mm. Because and that's one thing too, like with us, like if I don't look back at the old stuff I created and feel like that is weak bro that is basura trash you feel me i have a, I, you know what i'm saying like I, i'm i'm slipping yeah i, I, I want to look at the stuff i created last six months ago be like dang i could have did this better yeah because it is I, nice though to look yes it yeah. is nice though to like look back at stuff sometimes and be like well I, I i guess i had some potential like i'm super hard on myself too but it is yeah. kind of like i'll look go back and look at old photo sets and i'm like well, i didn't totally suck <laughs> you know what I mean? Which is a little, a little yeah, encouraging. Like, hey, I really credit that. That's cool. You yeah, feel me? Yeah. But that's also and you forgot about a lot it. of things. I, the, the majority of stuff I look at back then, I'm like, I could have did this so mm -hmm. much better. Mm -hmm. it's you're, I'm, I, you're learning. You know what I'm saying? You're you're trying. You're experimenting. You're pushing yourself, mm -hmm. and that's important too. Like Thomas. Okay, remember the, remember the years. Like I tell you, my favorite basketball player on the planet is my sister by far. Not Joel, even close. Shout out to like, Joy, shout out to Joy Nichols in Atlanta, Joy, Georgia. Baby Joy, butter. <laughs> baby, baby butter. She's a doctor now, but she was a hooper in high school and college. You feel me? Yeah, she you was. Yeah, like, she was. You know, she had a stop on her, bro, like a gun. Thomas, no, you feel me? But anyway, 
But I, I used to work out with her all the time, bro. Like, like, even when I was in college, she'd come to the gym. And I think that's probably why, because I saw her progress. Like, she put the time in. You know what I'm saying? She's work, I'm doing, she doing individual workouts. She's college is like, and like, nobody's doing individual workouts for her like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, those were, like, the special, special people, right? But she was coming to, coming to UH. I'm putting through 30 minute workouts four times a week. You know, I'm an hour long workouts four times a week. You know, so just getting shots up. You know what I mean? And Thomas, if you were still training people in the same way, people in the same drills that we was doing 15 years ago, how many clients do you think you have? Not, not, not many. <laughs> you have to grow. Yeah. yeah. Not, the game changes, things change. You got to grow with it. And what's better, you got to be creative and think ahead. Mm-hmm. Well, John, you know John, just, just the, I forget if it was episode seven or eight. But when yeah. Grover, when he's taught, dude, that, I got emotional, man. When he was like, all right, what do you, what do you want to do after, you know, they, they lose to Orlando and Grover's like, his mouth is shaking and Jordan's like, I'll see you tomorrow. And he's like, that right there, like, it was more important for him, for his family, his people, everybody. You came for three hours. You worked hard all day. He was going to put on a performance every single night. Mm. And that's why he's the best. And the guy's like crying. It's just tra- like, like that right there, man, like. It's it's unbelievable, John. And John, for me, after tips says, "When do you want to see me? See me tomorrow. <laughs> Hit me when you. I'll see you tomorrow." Michael Jordan, bro, are you kidding me? He was by. He had been the best player in the game for what five, six years at that point. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, it was not a question who was the best. He didn't. Bro, there's work to be done, bro. You know what I'm saying? And and, and what's and, and we don't even like to think about how he changed. They haven't talked about that yet. How he changed his game. That that fadeaway was new, bro. Mm-hmm. That he added that in there the last three, two, two, three years. You know what I'm saying? That he he was the most athletic human being we had seen up to that point, maybe other than Bo Jacks. You know what I'm saying? As, and, and 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 as that started to deteriorate, I mean he still was dummy athletic, but when he wasn't the dude that was Looking in the rim when dunking anymore, he changed his game. You know what I'm saying? To becoming a like, if you if you look at his shot chart, they showed his shot chart. I saw something like his, like his made shots, like where he shot from. That 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 little 15, 17 footer that fadeaway, bro. Blood red, dark red, because he was killing on that spot. Mm-hmm. You feel me? You know what I mean? Like, and it, it became where that that shot, bro. He money cancel it either way. He got that shot off. You're done. Cancel mm-hmm. it. Go home. Go. You know what I'm saying? We, we be going to play D. You feel me? Like that's 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 money ball. You feel me? Like, but like that's how much effort he put into it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and to think about somebody that's at the 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 peak already. Like LeBron puts a million dollars into his body. LeBron still like you know that's like, that we wonder why at, at, at 35 year 17 he's still he's leading the league. And also think about this. LeBron went from a four, you know what I'm saying, a, 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 a point forward to mm-hmm. a point. Like yeah. he's not running yeah. like he's not the he's not running like he's not just bringing the ball up, bro. You know what I mean? He's leading the league in assists yep. in the year 17. Imagine the work he had to put into like, you know, like being able to just be like a guy that gets the ball in the last minutes and bring the ball up and had the ball handling drills. I mean, ball handling ball that is different. Yeah, like that's when just you the are one-on-one that player. guy the yeah. whole game, yep. your whole your your whole perspective changes and your ball handling got to be mm. stupid, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like he had to work on so much to be that to get to that point, and then he's doing this in before the, the, the summer before year 17. That's insane, dog. Like you know what I'm saying? So like, I mean, 
it, that that type of work ethic. If you want to, like, we see this and we just see the greatness, and it's like, you know, he's he's six eight. What are the two sixty? There's a bunch of people that are six eight, two sixty who are athletic that aren't LeBron James too. Yeah. Yep. The bunch yeah. of dudes that are six six that are looking in the rim that are just dunk champions on and one <laughs> or, or YouTube videos. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? They, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not just that. It's the work ethic and the willing to put it that in. You know what I'm saying? Like. I swear if a bunch of kids that are listening to this start working like crazy on that 15 to 18 foot fadeaway, I'm sending a strongly worded email to you about what you've done to them. (laughs) (laughs) Killed the analytics. Don't you you start shooting that mid-range shit just because you heard John Nichols talk about MJ doing it. Devin Booker's bringing it back, bro. Devin Booker has brought it back. You know what I'm saying? The game is different. We moving on. He's six, seven foot, six foot, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, it's, it's, it's Curry time. And what, what another thing, like Trey Young, like Trey Young, like people talk mm. about how he's crazy and spicy and he throws the ball into somebody's legs. And okay, but he's put the time in to be able to throw the ball into somebody's legs in the mm. NBA. And if you mad at it, you need to put the time in the play to, on your defense. Yep. Hit the defensive stop drills. Stop him, okay? Yep. If you're really mad at it, you yeah. got him so open. Well, stop them. Play some D, bro. Yep. You feel me? Like, that's all it is, yep. okay? Okay, we'll work harder. Because he put in the work to be able to embarrass you on the court in front of your wife and kids. <laughs> okay? John, me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, put the work John, to pick those pockets, you know yeah. what I mean? When he gets spicy. John, I know that as a, a creative and a storyteller, there's, there's a story for me that I, like, I'm just dying to figure out a way to work on. What's a story for you that, that you're just itching to work on right now? I, I have like this book I did. Well, we've written a lot of it. Me and my buddy Dragonfly Jones. We, we he's y'all y'all do y'all follow him on Twitter? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Dude, he not only is he funny, he may be the smartest human. Is I'm serious. I mean, like the dude is a, a he's brilliant. You know what I'm saying? And and we both have worked some jobs that we did not like, right? And so he's in a spot where he's tailored his life work from home. He's like the regional director of like uh, recruitment somewhere in you know, this one spot. You know what I mean? Like, like he's he's like, you know he work, you know he, he uh he's 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 created he's created his world perfectly for him, right? But it's like, how do you work jobs you hate? You know, like what's mm. the best way to work to a place where you won't be working a job you hate? Mm. And so we're trying to work on like we we're working working on a book and we're doing some other stuff too to try to tell that story. Like, how do you work that. jobs you hate? We're trying to create a fun way of doing that. The, the meeting I have after this is is for that too. Um, but like, you know, how, is this, this is how to work jobs you hate, you know what I mean? And so <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's, that's, that's what we're trying to, you know, we want to make it fun and enjoyable, but also like inspiring people. And the people that have read it, the parts that we've done it, like, dude, like we, we were just trying to like tell our stories, but people found it inspirational. Like, damn, like you got, you got me wanting to do this, you know, taste yeah. my shit, I'm like, okay, cool. but. That's the story we're trying to tell. I love it, man. And I think a lot of people need like practical, pragmatic approaches to that stuff because I it's yes. one thing to say like, oh, I've got this idea, but it's another thing to actually figure out how to implement that thing and actually start to act yeah. on that thing and, and providing some kind of a blueprint for that. Man, that would That's be such huge. an important story to tell because I've been there. Yeah, yeah. Said, I, did, I worked in the corporate world for 15 years. When I graduated college, I got a job that just like I needed a job. Like my wife was in vet school. Like yeah. I needed to, I needed to pay the bills while she was still in school. So I just took a job and I never got out of it. Mm-hmm. Like I did it for 15 years. I hated that job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, you gotta, 
like like people hearing like how do you work those jobs that you don't want to do until you get to do what you want to do like mm. like nobody ever never nobody ever told me like i never got to hear anybody talk about that mm-hmm. you know i i literally was sitting there every day going i don't i don't know how i'm going to make it through this like i'm i'm imagining myself at 65 hanging it up finally and thinking like what the fuck have i done with my entire life <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is my that is the only thing that like death is not a something i'm I, I'm, I'm running to obviously i want to you know enjoy my life as much as possible as long as possible right but what scares me more than that is to be on my deathbed like i should have did this mm-hmm. that thought is because i the thing is like you know i believe in god i don't know there's one you know what i'm saying I, all i know is we have this all I know. And if I have this have this life and I don't take full advantage of it, oh that that scares the yeah. hell out of me. Yep. And, I, and I and I work, you, said, you said you said what? It's depressing. Dude, you just no sit bad. there and you're just all of a sudden seeing this thing and you're like, am I gonna am I gonna retire and and go off to do whatever I'm gonna do towards the end of my life and look back on the previous, you know, 60, 70 years and oh. think, I didn't I didn't impact anything mm. like what have i left on this world and, and, outside like, of my family like what what you're told what we're told to do is you get a job you have a family then what <laughs> <laughs> no doubt yeah. man it's the truth yeah. we just do that for another 40 50 yeah. years until we die yep water your your plants and cut your grass and then die yeah. i mean i love watering plants i have a bunch of them i love <laughs> I love you know mowing the lawn. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't have one now. I'm in Cali, but when I did, mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I get all that. I used to go mow my grandmother's lawn. You know, because it's cool. But like, bro, like there's so much more we can be doing with ourselves. Like mm. it is absolutely insane to me that we even exist in the way we do. Where like nine to five, like you get up. It's so mundane. Get up, and I'm not. My mom, she about to retire. She was at account for I don't know shit. 50, 40 some years, and she wow. loved it. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. She loved it. And she progressed and she's very successful and she and she loved it. You know what I mean? And so she's, I mean, she's earned the right to retire too. You feel me? But like for certain people, you know what I'm saying? It just doesn't, it doesn't fit. And for me to think about sitting at a desk for 40, 50 years, just pecking away <laughs> to yeah. make somebody else rich, I can't do it, bro. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Happy. I'd rather make it less money. It. You said we said what? She she loved it. She, she was happy. She loved it. And like, so that's her know. that's her thing. Your journey is your own. Yeah. And you got to find out. People be asked, "How did you do this?" I did it. A lot of times, I didn't even have a plan. I knew this is what I like to do, and I did it, and it happened to turn into something. But yeah. I worked super hard. And put things out there, and putting things out there is scary mm-hmm. because people ain't gonna always had a you know like have the best things to say about it. But you gotta go, you have to fight through that, and not allow those things to like deter you. Yes, it, like we talk like like Jordan. What's interesting? Jordan's a killer. He never cared no more thought. He cared. He just letting it. This didn't let it stop him. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? And so like, bro, like yeah, but for to sit sit around just pecking away is something like. That's not me. And for somebody else, that is beautiful. You know what I'm saying? But you gotta your journey is your own. You gotta find out the best way in order to get there. And I can't, and even if you want the same thing I want, your journey's gonna be different from mine. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't if I told, if I gave you 
if I had journaled every day and I had a books journal stacked up to taller than me of everything I did, gave them to you, you read all of them, you still, it still wouldn't help you get to where you want to go completely. There's going to be things you're going to have to deal with that are individual to you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, and you just got to be, you got you to work through it, work through it, work through it. Yeah, I and love get it. Some therapy, man. <laughs> I love it. Nobody, yeah, no bro. You know, people like yeah. talk shit about that, bro. Like, yeah, man, work through that, bro. Yep. If you're a kid at one point, you probably need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> so hard, true. Bro. So true. <laughs> John, I mean, I it just, it just means a lot to to have you on this. And when I told Brandon and Nick, I was like, dude, we gotta we gotta have my boy on. And they're both like, Thomas, we trust you, like. We don't really oh, know. I was hyped. You don't need a front. I was hyped. And we were like, well, where, where will this go? I said, well, this is what we want our show to always be is we can just talk basketball and life with anybody yeah. in, in, in the industry and, and outside of it, you know, creative, whatever. But John, your, your life and my life and how we've attacked it. And you, and you know, like, I won't get too detailed about it, but you know what I went through in 2016. So, we, we, had, we, had, we had deep phone calls about my life and, the the stuff that I had to go through and, and just like you, the the stuff that we look back on and we can lean on of, of how hard we work. I, I was getting on planes, man, every fall, going to a new city in a foreign country by myself, not knowing what to what, what was gonna happen. And I'd had people, you not you, but a lot of people that we know that would be like, Thomas, how can you do this? And I'm like, I'm doing me and I'm chasing my dreams, even it might be it might sound crazy to most people. And you've done the same thing. And it's just like, not to get emotional, man, but it's just so cool to see you. You used to be coming to the house and we're watching right. Duke and we'd watch Jay Williams, who we love to death. Williams, we love Jay. <laughs> we love Jason Williams, man. Jason Williams was great. And, and you know, my, my mom and dad were making food and you just chilling right. on, on the carpet. We were watching the games and talking about, hey, man, this, this, this. And, it's you 20 deep conversations about life though. T. Yes, we like, would like, that's what we were different. John, we were having these conversations about, dude, this is what we want to do in life. And other mm-hmm. people are like, yeah, I want to get married and have kids. And uh, it's like, I, and that's, I and, and that's great. And that's awesome. That is, that is awesome. Yeah. But I don't have to do that. John mm-hmm. doesn't have to do that. And we mm-hmm. went and did our own thing and it hasn't been perfect. And that's what I wish people would. I always try mm-hmm. to tell kids, oh. No, it's not been perfect. It's not been perfect for Brandon. It's not been perfect for Nick, John, or Thomas, and so many others. But you know what? We do what makes us happy because at the end of the day, when I lay my head down at night, I can sit there and smile and be like, you know what? I got a great support group. I can put food on the table. And you know what? I'm changing lives. I'm, I'm, I'm doing something that I can look back on, like you said, John, when I'm 78, 85, on my deathbed, hopefully, and say, you know what? I've impacted so much and I've been something on this earth, whatever that may be. Happy. And, and, and I'm, and I'm happy. Well, this, this, this is the thing, this is the thing too. And I know we get past, but I, I'm cool. Like we can, whatever. <laughs> like if you ain't happy, you, you can't, what are you going to do for other people? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like what, like, like if you're not happy, like, like I, I had like, I, like there's some people in my life, like my best friend, Adrian, my, my ex lady, who was like one of my best friends on the planet now. I couldn't be good to them. Like my best friend, Adrian, he called me like, what's wrong with you? I would pick the phone up. I was, I was not happy. Mm, yeah. so I, I wasn't available. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like my lady's trying to talk to me all this. I'm like, I just didn't have it. I wasn't happy. You know what I'm saying? So they always say like, when you, when you are on the plane and they tell you to put on your mask first, you can help somebody else. 
Because you ain't shit to nobody if you don't passed out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Because you ain't put the mask on yourself. Yeah. Do what makes you happy. Then, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and it helped to, and, and that's better. For, I'm a better friend. I'm a, I'm a better son. I'm a better brother. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I'm a better uh, uh, employee. And hopefully mm. at some point I'm not just an employee. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? I'm mm. running my own stuff. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, bro, like happiness is a key. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, laying my head down, seeing what I've done for others, that's important, bro. And like the people that I love, I want, I want, I want when it's when it's when it's time to, to, like John was always there. That was my homie. That mm. he was solid. He was hit. Like, you know what I mean? That's 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 the my mom says this too. My mom, she she hit me with some gems, bro. Life is about relationships, dog. Yeah. 100%. You know what I'm saying? It's about like relationships make our endorphin machines work. Bro. Like find find do do what makes your endorphin machine work. And so that's like, that's the thing that, that makes you happy then you're going to be able to help other people get that thing going, you know? Right, right, right. So like, yeah. So like, and the thing is too, anybody listening, we still on our journeys. We yep. on a journey with you. Yep. We might be at a particular place, but we still on our journey. We ain't done yet. If we, if we, if we fall off and say we Gucci, you know, so we, we, we can't sit like, we, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like that, that'll stall us. We, we're not to the point where we can just not do nothing anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yep. We, we still on that journey there. We still working. We still have things we want to do. You know what I'm saying? We're still trying to figure things out too. We right there with y'all. You yep. feel me? So, so well, yeah, John, it's, it's been an absolute pleasure. This is something we'll look back on it. And I, I love to have you on again. We've already Absolutely. talked about, you know, obviously COVID-19 stuff is crazy happening, but you know, if it's the NCAA tournament, we'll have a thing in the final four where we'd love to have you come down and jump on the podcast live and, and, and just do I'll some stuff. And if it's, just awesome. It, it means so much to me that, that Brandon and Nick allowed this to happen like this. Cause it's uh, one of those things, man. And I, and I, I hope everybody can follow Le, at LeJethro Jenkins. And then you got, you got Jenkins and Jones podcast and uh, John Nichols is his name. Uh, he's worldly known. He's got, he has his niche market, but he's doing some great stuff uh, mm-hmm. for the NBA and, and sports in general and just creative stuff. And, yeah. Uh, you're an awesome guy, man. It's you're, you have a brand that everyone just loves. I mean, I mean, John, my brother, he's teaching in Mississippi, a dorky white dude. And he's like, dude, I love Jenkins and Jones. John is hilarious. I, you know, like you appeal to everybody, you know what I mean? It's, and that's something so special, man, that looking back in 1999, like, really? We're here, Jay. Bro, bro I, I was look, I'm looking at you right now, bro. I was tripping like we're men, bro. <laughs> we're 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 like we're we're grown grown dog you know what i mean like thomas I mean, is old as shit he's got gray hair to <laughs> be a little younger than me i think your birthday you just turned 37 this year right uh june 16th yeah it's yeah it's coming yeah, up right oh, oh coming up yes yeah, I'm, I'm already there bro i'm, I'm you know say i remember you were you were a young baby you know at the, at the time you feel yeah. me um but yeah bro like it's 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 beautiful to see the growth. It's beautiful that we twenty some years we still rocking. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and and we can speak to like the things that went on and just two country boys. You know, just country as hell, sitting down having these weird conversations, trying to figure things out. Don't know things like we started to figure it out a little bit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we figured a few things out. We got some more things to figure out, but we getting there, and it's cool to see, bro. It's cool to see. Well, well, John, thank you so much for coming on today. Uh, we're we're going to drop this, you know, right before the last dance, and hopefully everybody's going to give it a, a listen. And just send me the link. Send me the link, and I'll make sure to, I'll make sure to you know, put, put it out the there. 
<laughs> well, John, hey, appreciate you, man. Love you, man. You mean you mean Love the world to me, man. man. Thank you. That was so good meeting you, dude. Thank you, guys. Absolute so pleasure, bro. Right. Thank you. One of my most fun conversations on the pod ever, bro. This was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Thank you. Awesome. Man. Hey, John. Appreciate it, brother. Uh, y'all be cool. Take care. Right, see you. Be good, dude.